Finding the right person for the job isn't easy. Just ask someone who hired a lounge singer to be their office receptionist. Hello, this is Mickey Marquis, and you've reached the office of Doug and Associates. <laughs> Thank you very much. Catch me Tuesday nights at the Hotel Johnson. Hello? But if you've got an insurance question, you can always count on your local GEICO agent. They can bundle your policies, which could save you hundreds. Doug and Associates, this is Mickey Market. Hello? For expert help with all your insurance needs, visit geico.com slash local today. Raced by Wolves, the podcast is back for season two. I'm Holly Fry, and as host of the companion podcast to the hit HBO Max sci-fi series Raised by Wolves, I am unwrapping the latest season of this cosmic space opera for fans by talking directly to some of the incredibly talented folks who helped bring the show to life. Not only will we be bringing back showrunner Aaron Guzikowski, but we will also be chatting with folks like costume designer Kate Karen, director Alex Gabasi, and visual effects supervisor Ray McIntyre. Plus, we're going to check in with some of the actors on the show, like Amanda Collin and Abu Salim, who play mother and father. Join us as we analyze an absolutely bonkers new season. And yes, spoiler alert, the snake baby is indeed back. Stream season two of Raised by Wolves, now on HBO Max, and subscribe and listen to Raised by Wolves, the podcast, on the iHeartRadio app, HBO Max, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. One, two, five! Please, up! Three! Arm yourselves, America! This is Defenders Live! To start a new of the new decade, the start of the new decade, yeah, time to make real changes to better our lives and the communities we live in, and maybe even the world. This sounds good so far. What what are we talking about here? First, we have to recognize that over the past decade, we have seen endless trends coming into being, decisions made by governments or even ourselves, that have had a huge impact on certain aspects of our lives and the world. Mm. Sadly, in many cases, they are for the worse. Yes, okay. The grim reality of our world is that we are facing fundamental threats posed by changes in the global climate, exacerbating climate as... Changes! Turn and face this change. Sorry, I had to... Exacerbating climate hazards and extreme health disasters. We all have a responsibility when it comes to tackling climate change. I'm sorry. Whoa. Uh, whoa. Ho, ho, ho. Ho. And limiting global warming. Do you not agree with what I'm saying? I mean, is it New Year, New You? New Year, New You is one thing. We have to start recognizing the, the, the fundamental impacts that we are doing. I don't understand. 
it is a new year and it's time for a change to, you know, this is the, you know, new year's is all about resolutions. Um, so all I'm saying is we, we have a a responsibility, Stephen, when it comes to tackling climate change and limiting global warming, we have um, a responsibility. I don't, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, no. You're going to shirk your responsibility? No, it's not the, that, no, that's not what I'm saying. Okay. That's not what I'm saying here. Okay. Saying individual efforts are too insignificant to make a difference. No, 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 no. Because you know that's reckless. No, no, that's not. I, I'm not. Because, never, because never, everyone. I would never go everyone, there. Everyone. Everyone is equally responsible for every little bit of effort. Every single person yeah. is responsible for every little bit of effort, right? Yeah. Okay, so. I'm uh, the best way to do this. Hmm. Dylan. Yes. Why are you reading Chinese propaganda? I'm I'm sorry. Chinese. What? Why are you reading Chinese propaganda? I don't know what you're talking about, sir. I am merely trying to express to you that it is 2020. Um, This is the second uh, Monday of the new decade the new year yeah right right and 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 a lot of people have made and frankly have failed in a lot of their resolutions sure yeah right and that this is a resolution that one can get behind and follow through i don't know which resolution but i i know what story that you're pulling from i don't know what you're talking about i know what story you're pulling from do you know what I'm pulling from? I am. I do. I know exactly where, what you're pulling from. Um, both my hands, both my hands are on the desk, sir. I'm not pulling at anything. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> what, what do I do, I do with, with my hands? hands? All right. <laughs> but I've got to say, um, are, are you, you wouldn't happen to be reading the article by Louisa Tam, would you? I don't know what you're talking about. Columnist for the SCMP, Louisa Tam. I don't know. She, she said something like, uh, you know. No. We, we, we can all do, better, do, do our bit to save the planet, giving, giving yeah, up yeah. meat. Yeah, but do you know how you giving do that? Giving up meat. Yes, for veganary. Or veganuary, I believe, is the proper way to enunciate the word. An annual event that encourages non-vegans around the world to adopt a vegan diet during the month of January. I mean, this I, uh, this is this is good. I mean, it's not like typical vegans who shove it down your throat all day long every day. Uh huh. Oh, how do you know when somebody is a vegan or in CrossFit because they tell you that they're? Of course, they vegan. always tell you. Don't worry, they'll they'll tell you. It's it's that's what it is. Um, but what what I'm trying to get at is um, mm-hmm. this article is by Louisa Tam. Yeah. Okay. And that's fine. If you say so. No problem. Except, I thought I was monologuing there, but I mean that's no, cool. no. You were definitely not monologuing. You were you were reading <laughs> a script. I can can only hope. <laughs> This show has taken a drastic turn for the worst. And uh, this was posted in the South China 
Morning Post. Okay. The, you're, the you're, South China. South China. China. Morning Post. Um, so that'd be the, Southern China. Southern China. Why is Southern China telling us what to do with our bodies? Well, because they're so used to telling their own people what they have to and can and can't do with their bodies. Well, of course. I they mean, they feel- also they also kill them with smog and poison this and take true. their bodies and sell their organs. But yes. that's not – I mean, obviously, that's neither here nor there, right? No, 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 no. Here's, here's the thing, though, that uh, with when it comes to, to South China is they've accepted uh, – the new year, new you, they've made some resolutions as well. And they have decided that they're going to branch out that trying to dictate rule and control their own people is not good enough. Nay, nay, they must uh, start pushing to control and dominate um, other peoples of the world. Well, that's what I'm trying to get at. Um, So South China wants us all to be vegetarians for January. No, they want us to be vegans. Vegans? Yes, vegan. Like the, no milk, no dairy. Nothing that might be even remotely have touched an animal kind of thing. Like no honey. Yeah, nothing. If it, if it was produced by an animal, thou shalt not partake. But what about the fact that we, if we eat all the vegetables, then we also eat all the plant life, which would then mean that the animals would die and that the world would the, there would be global warming faster because the plant life is what gives us oxygen we, uh, out of our well, carbon dioxide. But you don't understand. The, the cows, by them farting, is what causes... But if we don't kill them, then they're going to be more cows. But if we're not eating them, then we're not mass producing them. Therefore, they won't be as many and they will kind of die off on their own. Cattle farmers were cattle farmers before they were uh, before they were eating the cattle. But for what purpose? If not to eat leather. Now we can't do that because that's veganism is you, you don't have anything to do with an animal. Oh, sure. Nothing I mean, at all. No, right. Thing. Nope. Nope. Nope, nope. nope. You don't wear clothing. You don't wear no ice cream. No ice cream. Oh, that's a shame, too. No ice cream. I mean, they have vegan ice cream, but it's... It's nasty. It does. It's nasty. It does. It's like soy cream and uh, and coconut cream. Uh, it's like... It's nut cream. It's nut cream. <laughs> it's nobody nobody, nobody like, likes nut cream. I mean... Curd is pretty much about what you're looking at. Tofu curds. Whoa. Yeah. Isn't that just a mouthful of excitement? So, so you're not so you're not for Veganuary is what you're telling me. You're not gonna partake in Veganuary. You're not gonna do your part. Dude, I had a burger mm-hmm. um and a steak, egg, and cheese biscuit today mm-hmm. at at dinner. That was dinner. Wow. Steak, egg, cheese, biscuit made with butter and milk. Huh. And a cheeseburger. You monster. I am. And it was delicious. You monster. How dare you. And then I gave my kids Bowberry biscuits. And they had meatballs. 
and chicken oh, sandwiches. Oh, oh. And they, my wife had a, a bacon and truffle mac and cheese. I cannot believe you gave your girls meatballs. I did. How dare you, sir? Sauce all over them. Making it so wrong. This is such a travesty. But it was so good. I thought I knew you. But clearly, I don't. I, I'm, I'm not angry, Stephen. I'm just disappointed. I'm disappointed. <laughs> I'm the one that's disappointed. You reading this trope? <laughs> this travesty. Actually, you know what? I, I think somebody else has already done this better. Um, really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Really? Who who would that have been? Well, before we get to that, let's tell everybody who we are. Who are we? We are DOAE Show, also known as Defenders Live on Mojo Five O. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Go to Mojo50.com and check out everything that's going on over there, all the other amazing hosts and other shows going on over there, the gear and the news, and keep up with what's going on with us. You can also follow us at doaeshow.com. Mm-hmm. That is our website. Follow mm-hmm. us on all the social medias at doaeshow. Use the hashtag armyourselves. That's armyourselves. Yep. And if you ever decided you wanted to hear, you know, the podcast or anything like that, you can find us virtually anywhere a podcast can be found. You know, the iTunes, the iHeartRadios, the Spreakers, the SoundClouds, did all those things. All the good places, YouTube and Stitcher and all that jazz. Mm-hmm. We're there. Mojo is there as well. Mojo Five O Radio. You cannot, you cannot, you should not. I can't say you can't. You shouldn't you be should, able to miss it. You should not go a day without listening to Mojo because you will miss out on a lot. Oh yeah. By the way, Mojo. I'm saying you hear elsewhere. Mojo Five O is uh, proudly sponsored by American Pride Roasters Coffee. Mm, APR yeah. Coffee's in my cup right now. Mm, I left my mm. counter. Oh man, APR Coffee is amazing, especially the, especially get- the uh, hazelnut trail that I have, the Oregon Trail. Mm, Oregon yeah. Trail. Oh, you know that reminds me that we yes. So we're doing a, a giveaway. We are doing a giveaway. APR Coffee has decided that they are going to do a giveaway, and they wanted our help. So here's the plan. Mm-hmm. What we want you to do is we want you to follow us on the Twitters. It's at D-O-A-E show, at Mojo 5 Radio. Follow us on the Twitters. Yes. New followers, brand new followers. If you are a brand new follower, we are going to choose one of you. Between now and Friday. Between now and Friday. And that one person will then get a direct message from us. We will be sending you a free bag of APR coffee straight from AmericanPrideRoasters.com. That's AmericanPrideRoasters.com. Amazing stuff. Go check us out on the Twitters at DOAE Show at Mojo 50 Radio. Yes. And it'll be a, fl- a bag of your choice, by the way. Yes. And it's amazing. So it good. You could, you could, you could have the peppermint mochas. You could have uh, the, the hazelnut Oregon trails. You could the, have the chocolate cherries. Oh, the, so good. Or Hamilton. Oh, the, the Hamilton, blueberry yeah. donut. Oh, very so good stuff. great things out there. I'm telling you, but you want to be a part of this new, new followers only. Sorry, guys. It's just how we're going to do it this time around. We'll, uh, we'll open it up on another times later. But right now, for all the new folks, get you, uh, like I said, follow on Twitter at DOAE Show yes. and at Mojo 50 Radio. Right. 
between now and Friday. All new people who've never followed before will be picked randomly on Friday will be announced. You'll be contacted and we will get you your free bag of coffee. Right. Not everybody, but one person will be pulled from the <laughs> one person. Did yeah. No. Oh, I, oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. One person. <laughs> yeah. We're only doing one. We can't afford to give everybody. So there. Oh my goodness. Oh, so we were going into this a little bit further. Oh yeah. 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 So, um, it's bad enough. That the that the, the South, South China, China the, the South China is trying to tell us what to do and China. how we need to stop eating cows and stuff like that. And right. I could, get, I could get China telling that to themselves because they don't exactly have a lot of room. They have a lot of people, not a lot of living space. Uh, living space. Mm-hmm. So I can see that happening to them. But having the, the hookspa to turn around and say something to the rest of the world, namely the United States is is bad and you know that you have crossed a line with pierce morgan <laughs> when pierce morgan decides that he is upset and blasts you you've done something wrong you know you've done wrong <laughs> because if he isn't on board with your left-wing Bol- hardcore bolshevik yes then you know that you may have crossed a line or so, two somewhere back there. L- let me see if I can Insects get this working. Are animals, and yet vegans right, David, don't want you to know about their dirty little secret, which is that they kill billions of those bees every year. And then what happens? Are you going to you... give up? Wait a minute! Wait, wait, wait a minute! Because you feel so sorry. How for do you think bees? avocados and almonds then get from the bee murder site? in California. Yeah. How do you think they get to you on your little plate in Islington? They get on a plane. Huh? Yeah, they yeah. fly them on planes in big plastic containers yeah. and they wrap them all in plastic and they put them in supermarkets in plastic. Yeah. So not only mm. is it rank hypocrisy because you're killing mm. loads of animals to eat this stuff, uh, but <laughs> also you're wrecking the planet by then flying it halfway right. across the world okay. to be on your little doorstep. I tell you what, I bet that vegan steak bake sells out by the end of, of the Of course morning. it will, because the nations have become a nation of lemmings. All it needs is someone to go like me to go, this is ridiculous hypocrisy. I must go and buy one then. Yeah. Because that's how persuasive you wow. are. Anyway, Whatever luckily... you say. <laughs> wow. <laughs> And he wasn't even being delicate either. He's like, you guys are morons. You're lemmings. This is, you are sheep. You can't think for yourself. When Piers Morgan can sit here, the guy who regurgitates stuff without fact-checking anything. That guy. And he tells you that you're a lemming. You're probably a lemming. Yeah, you're probably doing something wrong. At, (laughs) it's, I mean, this is beyond the pot calling the kettle black. That's true. If you're just saying it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Pierce. Pierce. You, you know what? Hey, you know what? Good job, Pierce Morgan. You delightful Englishman, you. <laughs> Speaking of taking people's meat away, uh, Peekapool, oh. the snarking jack all over on the uh, Twitter says, uh, January's cold and dark it and is. wet. Whoa. Try to take my meat, risk losing a limb. Well, but if we take your meat, wouldn't you be losing a 
at least an appendage. Wrong meat. Oh. Well, there was a bell that got rang, so I just assumed. Well, you rang the bell. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me. Uh, You're a goof, dude. (laughs) No, it gets worse with age. That's true. Hey, that cough sounds kind of like a smoker's cough. No, not exactly. It's more of a sleep deprivation, body shutting down. Are you sure? Have you not tried the new Daily Mojo cigar series? I have not, actually. Have you even seen it? No. Oh, man. See, all these... I had a bad experience when it came to a cigar. Back in the day when I was young and ignorant, and uh-huh. not, I was offered a cigar by somebody. And you sucked in? Oh, I did. And it, 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 it tasted and smelled like I was smoking a dirty gym bag. That's disgusting. They probably it, had uh, terrible cigars. And I have never ever had the desire to ever be around another cigar again well that's a wonderful sell traumatized well no 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 no. i'm just saying that's my personal experience however i have heard through the grapevine yes namely the emails that we have been getting (laughs) (laughs) i'm in the know oh no no Uh, here's the thing so um i've been in the car with mm -hmm. Izzo while he was smoking one of these that's what I'm saying. I, I have, I've been, ex- you've told me about it. You've, mm-hmm. I've, I've, Izzo obviously speaks very highly of it because he uses it. Yes. And I'm, I'm a little gun shy still. That's fine. But let me ask you this. It's a bad experience, well, but. Let, let, I, me, let, let me, let me, let me give you this. Let me give you this. Okay. Let me give you this. Listen, listen, listen. You're going to give it to me. I'm going to give it to you. Eight inches. 52 gauge. Churchill size. Wait, we'll fight them on the land. You yeah. can get, you can get the El Jefe. Not El Jefe. The El Jefe. It's a mild cigar. Good for beginners. You mean it's good for those who are breaking back into the, mm-hmm. yes. into breaking the, uh, back the into the smoking. smoking yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Huh. Or or the Handy or, J. I don't know the Handy J. See Handy J's. Are medium, spicy cigars kind of similar to a Cuban? So Handy J's a medium? Is that what you're telling me? He's a medium Cuban on rye. And the Stags, the Stags, my friend, is a Maduro. It's bold, it's smooth, and it's a little bit more mature. It's for the grown-ups. It's for the... No, no. By mature, I mean older. That's that's all I mean. Oh, oh I thought it was... <laughs> it's for the mature smoker. Somebody who's had a lot of experience. I very we were going 18-year-old kind of crowd. No, no, no. Okay. What we're going is very experienced crowd. Uh-huh. Yeah, so if you're, if you're looking for cigars and you are somewhere in this range, whether beginner or uh, well-seasoned, maybe you should go over to Mojo Five O, click on the shop button, get yourself... Three cigars for just 25 bucks. Brad is very well seasoned. <laughs> Go to Mojo50.com. Click on the shop button. Three cigars for 25 bucks. The Mojo50 
Daily Mojo Cigar Series. Check them out today over at Mojo50.com. You won't be sorry. You won't be. I have actually really considered uh, of uh, breaking down and, and giving it a whirl. Um, <laughs> I, uh, just because, like, I, I've, I've, I've been told, like, everybody who smokes them are like, oh, these are amazing. This is amazing. And I'm like, you don't understand the trauma. <laughs> it's the, like the PTSD it, that one suffers from smoking such a horrible, low-class, nasty cigar. And these are not. And I know they're not. Mm. But it... Kevin, <coughs> Kevin Hutchison me. over on the MeWe says, uh, I've never smoked a Cuban. Uh-huh. Do they scream when you let them up? Not if you club them hard enough first. Right. On, you Look, it's only, it's only eight inches anyway. Come on. I have. I'm. <laughs> I would never know. I've never heard anybody scream at an for eight inches. <laughs> I've never had eight, eight inches to make anyone scream. So uh, <laughs> allegedly, <right>? allegedly. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It's a slow night, but it's hilarious to me. Very slow night. We're like looking at the clock, go, no, we still got like a half a minute. So no, it's like, no, oh, no, this is good. We draw out these. Oh, the- gosh. No, that was good. That was, that was hilarious to me. I'm sorry. I'll- that's, that's all I needed. Thank you over there on the uh, Let's Be Frank yeah. PA for the uh, new meme. For the new meme over on the Twitters. That's amazing. Well done. The one of you is uh, yeah. Gunther Thunderstruck. Yeah, apparently. Because uh, the how dare you that I did earlier. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. How dare you? Exactly. Oddly enough, though, you look like a hippie. It, yeah, pretty much. Beard can hit me. Virginia Jack all over the MeWe. No, he didn't with a Ross O face. Yes. Yes, yes, he did. We'll be right back right after this. Michael Pelka from PuroPelka.com with your two-minute drill and a big salute to Ricky Gervais, who showed Hollywood how it's done at an awards ceremony. So, if you do win an award tonight, don't use it as a, a platform to make a political speech, right? You're in no position to lecture the public about anything. You know nothing about the real world. Most of you spent less time in school than Greta Thunberg. So, if you win, right... Come up, accept your little award, thank your agent and your God. And- Beep. Of course, people didn't listen to him and there were political statements, but he was brutal and brutally honest and brutally funny. Our next presenter starred in Netflix's Bird Box, a movie where people survive by acting like they don't see a thing. Sort of like working for Harvey Weinstein. You did it. You, I didn't. You did it. Out of three hours of Golden Globes, the first eight minutes were worth it. And, of course, Tom Hanks and his beautiful speech. A man is blessed. A man is blessed with a family sitting down front like that. A wife who is fantastic in every way, who has taught me what love is. Five kids who are braver and stronger and wiser than their old man is. 
and uh, a loving group of people who have put away with me being away months and months and months at a time. Of course, otherwise I wouldn't be standing here if they didn't have to put up with that. So uh, I can't tell you how much your love means to me. Uh, So that's the wife and kids. Thank God for Tom Hanks. Testudo, my friends. Testudo. Michael Palka's two-minute drill is powered by MojoWildRice.com. Their wild rice is a superfood, gluten, sodium, fat, and cholesterol-free, yet high in fiber, protein, zinc, phosphorus, and trace minerals. But you're going to love it because it's delicious. MojoWildRice.com. MojoWildRice.com. What? SK Thompson. Thank you. Over on Twitter. At DOA show. Guess who quit smoking today? Who? Uh, the Quasim Solomon. Yeah. <laughs> I liked it. I liked it a lot. Allegedly. Allegedly, he's <laughs> he stopped smoking today. He might it not a hundred percent sure we have not confirmed that. That is unconfirmed. It is unconfirmed, but uh, still a allegedly, allegedly speaking of uh, Mr. Sully man. Yeah, Iran has uh, threatened to attack the White House in a crushing retaliation. Yeah. OK. <laughs> to which Donald Trump has also already tweeted out. <laughs> I. <laughs> And he retweeted, he retweeted, he responded in typical Donald Trump fashion. It's so Trumpian. It is. It is. This Trump, his, his tweet, quote, these media posts will serve as notification to the United States Congress that should Iran attack any U.S. person or target, the United States will quickly and fully strike back, and perhaps in disproportionate manner. <gasps> Such legal notice is not required, but is given nevertheless. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. Iran makes a threat on mm-hmm. America daily. They make direct threats against the White House weekly. Um, I don't see why this is anything different other than the fact that Soleimani got destroyed. Yeah, that's that's all it is. It's the only difference. Soleimani was destroyed, and now they're... I am in such grief. I will kill the Americans. They've been saying that forever. And eventually, just you know, just so we're clear, eventually it will happen. It Even, may not yeah, be... But maybe, yeah, right. It right. may not be the Iranians, but eventually America will fall, just... That that is a given. Everything will. What we talked about this. Everything comes to an end. Yeah. Eventually, everything comes to an end, including our republic. But we're 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 trying to reset the button. Is all we're trying to do. We're just trying to push the expiration date a little further. Mm -hmm. That's all. But um, yeah. So it's very much a Trump response. (laughs) And they're all you know. Oh, you can't. And then people like are so so it's so paranoid. It's so good. 
The funny part is the reaction. If anybody follows any other form of social media anywhere else, all you're seeing are these young, they're not even millennials anymore. The, whatever the young generation, the 18-year-old generation is called. Uh, the, the new iGen. Is that what they are? I don't yeah, know what the they're iGen. Like. They're iGen. They're sorry individuals for starters. Um, <laughs> so nice. they are... Actually, the iGen is pretty much... <laughs> the, I, I mean this. A lot of the iGen, because you're talking about like the same... I, you're talking about iGen that's been raised by the millennial generation. I'm talking about like the other iGen. They're very self-reliant kids. Well, that's what I hear. But I'm talking about the majority of the young people now who are... Going to college right now. Uh-huh. That's still yeah. technically millennial. Okay. If that's still, okay, if that's still... I don't know. I'm, I'm so... Dude, I had a... Uh, I was having a conversation with somebody at work today and come to the realization that it was 20 years ago... Hold on. It was 20 years ago last June when I joined Navy. 20... Ooh years seaman holy hell and i was airman <laughs> get it right there buddy <laughs> sorry 20 years i went in i went in 20 years ago right so i'm so old that <laughs> a long long time ago in a galaxy far away okay so uh but anyway a lot of the younger generation currently are uh they're all very paranoid. Really? But what? This whole Iranian... Maybe it's because they're high. Or not high enough. Mm. No, she's so, so high. <laughs> high above me? Uh-huh. She's, she's so, so lovely. lovely. I'm not going on the rest of that song. I Please get confused don't. don't, don't. You good. But, um... <laughs> So yeah, they're they're a little bit upset, um, and I don't know what I think. What I think happened, and I'm not sure. I can't prove it. This is just my personal opinion, my 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 thought. Okay, but these kids are suddenly worried about. They keep throwing around like hashtag the draft. Oh, hash yeah, hashtag World War Three, and all these things like that. Hashtag Trump I, War. I think somebody is trolling them and they, they took it hook, line, and sinker. Do you, do you think, do you think it's a 4chan troll? I think, I really do. Not it's, to say that it's not a possibility that it, but not for nothing, every single day is a possibility for World War III. Cause I mean, frog trolling is, is very apparent and that, that happens a lot. It is. And, and what better way? So all these kids are paranoid about the draft and everything else. Well, <sighs> there are some college students who are panicking over the uh, over the uh, free application for student uh, the for, for federal student aid of the FAFSA. Uh, the fine print that's in there about registering for the draft. So uh, after the U.S. airstrike killed mm-hmm. uh, Qasim Soleimani, the head of Iran's Quds military force in Baghdad on Thursday. Iran vowed, quote, crushing revenge, end quote, against all responsible. Yeah, right. Now with uh, hashtag no war in Iran, hashtag Trump's wars, and hashtag World War Three trending on Twitter, users are looking into the draft, particularly college students, about how the free application for federal student aid could play into their potential future military service. Hundreds. 
Twitter users posted messages and memes insinuating that the draft or selective service will be put into place within the next few months. They also suggested that college-age students would be prioritized for service. U.S. military draft into January 27th, 1973. January 27th, 1973 was the last time we had a draft for selective service. And they have not done it again. Now, they do all states... At least the one I know here in North Carolina does. As soon as you're 18, you're 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 allegedly you are required to register. I did. I I didn't because I went in at 17. So right, you went in, so you didn't have to register. I, I did to. because I didn't go in. Uh And then I went in a, a multiple times, and now I have four kids. Oh, and now you have four kids to show for it. <laughs> so, uh, it's just something that they had set up. It's it's kind of a it's volunteer. already been there, and it's it's a voluntary thing, and it shows that you're willing to be on all forms of citizenry. Yes. That's which, what it shows. It shows that you're willing to put yourself on the line for freedom. Yes, for, Whether for everything that you have and right. you hold dear. Right. The uh, freedoms that you get to enjoy, you understand enough that you may have to be responsible in maintaining that for someone else or the next generation. Or in today's society... You've been told that you have to, or else you can't get college loans. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly how uh, this is all panning out. These kids have never heard of the selective service. They don't understand why they have to be, uh, they have to register for it. They don't understand why it's only for men. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. It's, it's so very simple. Mm-hmm. And it's not a big deal. Like, it, it only goes until... The, it was at 25, I think the age is 25. Yeah, it's like 25, maybe 30. Yeah, I don't think it's quite that high, but I think it's like, the, I think about, it's your early to mid-20s. You know, what, if you don't get called up in that time frame, then it, it goes away. And not for nothing, there are, there's supposed to be penalties involved with this. I, I don't have them in front of me, but you're supposed to. You are to correct. Pen- you are correct, 18 to 25. Yeah, you're supposed, okay. You're supposed to get, like, if you don't, sign up for the selected service system, uh-huh. then you are, there. there is a penalty, and I don't know what it is off the top of my head, but you're supposed to basically get in trouble for it. Yes, there is a penalty for it. Because they have not imposed that in, since the last time they had the draft back in 70, was it 72? That's 73, 1973, yeah. Yeah, so 1973 was the last time that they worried about the draft, and it was also the last time that anybody's ever worried about imposing a fine or a fee because yeah. you didn't sign up for the selective service. It, yeah. Nowadays, all it does is mean that you can't get a loan for college until after 25. Which, not for nothing, what are you doing trying to get a loan for college to get a degree in something that you're not really going to get a degree in? Right. It's like you want a degree in that, in that field. You will, but... The evidence has been very clear that you don't need a college education in order to be able to succeed. So what are you worried about? Uh, The best thing that you could do is if you are undecisive of what your future is, go get Uh a job, possibly run into a trade school. Trade schools? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Apprenticeships? Oh, so good. Like find something that you enjoy. See if you can find an apprenticeship in it or a trade school in it and then just run. Will you be? Will you walk into said job making thousands no. of dollars? Absolutely not. But I hate to clue you in on this. 
you can get that little piece of paper that you've spent thousands and thousands of dollars to get, and you still won't walk into a job making thousands and thousands of dollars. More than likely, you're going to walk into a dead-end job, waiting tables, uh, you know, delivering pizzas, doing all the rest of the stuff that we, as individuals who didn't go to college, did already and have paid our dues, and now we're you know better off. Yep. We've moved up, and everybody gets all bent out of shape. I want to have that job well. Maybe you should have gone into the field before and gotten experience. You know, experience is the best teacher. Because people don't like to hire people without experience. That's what they say. (laughs) Depends on how old they are. I'm sorry. Oh, that's not right. (laughs) Well, no, when you get over a certain age, it's automatic. Experience is automatically assumed. We are not in Iran, sir. No, I was going the other direction. Oh, uh-huh. Wow, that's what it, Wow. That <laughs> close to where I was going. How <laughs> oh. I did that just to mess with you. <laughs> wow. Oh, see, we can't have, this is why we can't have a nice thing. Mm, well, you know the reason why we can't have nice things? Why is that? Because we haven't gone to music tech. That explains everything. Mm-hmm. See, we haven't gotten to musitech.net. We haven't gone through their selection. We haven't actually talked to them and asked them their advice with 40 years experience in the audiovisual world, with a degree in sound engineering, with experience with stage lighting and all the rest of it. We haven't done that. Nope, we haven't. And most of you haven't either. So why don't you check them out? Go to musitech.net. That's musitech.net. It's M-U-S-I-T-E-C dot net you can find all of the equipment that you need plus get as much as much as much needed knowledge and experience possible to make sure that you do and make the right decisions check it out musatech.net 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 so uh, a 21-year-old man has been arrested in Arizona on suspicion of stealing a car belonging to a person reported missing last year. Okay. Well, one might go, well, that's just normal. That's, you know, it's a so, crime, typical thing. It's not a big deal. Guy went missing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He just, he stole the car that belonged to him. Could have been before or after he went missing. We don't know. He's just, he's been caught driving around in it. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, the local police believe the case could be connected to a grisly incident in which mountain lions were found devouring unidentified human remains. So you're saying a hiking trail. Are, are you telling me that this guy stole a car of cat food? It's whiskers. Oh, <laughs> taste the wild. Only the best of fancy feast. Okay. <laughs> Dalen Jacob Thornton was picked up by the uh, the Pima County Sheriff's Department. The Puma? The, no, the Pima. P-I-M-A, not P-I-M-A. Pima. 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 I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Um, the Sheriff's Department picked up the guy after being found in possession. The vehicle registered to a Stephen Mark Brashier. Oh, uh, thank God you said Stephen. I was about to freak out. Like. Did you have to check and make sure it wasn't you? I, yeah. I don't worry. I checked before I read the story. It was good, man. You. Thank you. Thank you so yeah. much. I got worried for a minute myself. I saw Steven and I panicked. Oh, oh, oh gosh. 
I said, oh, dear God, he's, oh, you're right there. Okay, good. It's, it's fine. No problem. Wrong, wrong, Stephen. Uh, he left his home in Bartlesville, Oklahoma on the 7th of December and subsequently disappeared. Brasher, mm -hmm. Sheer, whatever his name is, I, I'm horrible at names, was last seen visiting a restaurant in Oro Valley, Arizona, according to local police. Before being picked up by an unknown person in a different vehicle mm -hmm. to the gray Audi SUV he had set out in and has not been seen since. His mobile phone was reportedly traced to the area but never recovered. Authorities say now that Thornton is a person of interest in Brasher's case and believe that the body being eaten by the lions on New Year's Eve in Pima Canyon part of the uh, Coronado National Park, lying southeast of Tucson. Tucson! Could be the missing man. Animals are not believed to have killed the person themselves, but were nevertheless shot by the game wardens who considered them danger to the public after they proved fearless when confronted by officers seeking to reclaim the remains. Well, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. They submitted an autopsy and an analysis. When a wild animal eats the remains of a human, mm -hmm. you have to they put, get, you have to put them down because they now have the taste of human. Yes, it's all in their mouths, mm -hmm. and now they will remember the taste of human forever, and they like it. They do. They they something human is considered a delicacy for animals. For them, never know of that taste. I, I'm really glad I don't know of that taste. <laughs> I had so many bad jokes that could get us kicked I off. I know. Network. That's why I went that way instead. Damn it. They're all right there. They're so good. Are you saying they're on the tip of your tongue? I'm saying they're juicy. <laughs> the decision to kill the lions following consultation with experts provoked a public outcry, but was deemed necessary. Mm. Given that the torn, they had torn the clothes from the corpse and could be expected to regard humans as food from now on. See, told you. Quote, we thought the risk was too great and we had to take action. Mark Hart of the Arizona Game and Fish Department told CBS News, quote, the mountain lions are not routinely scavengers. Mountain lions prefer live prey, and they are very good at killing live prey. There's an abundant uh, javelina and deer in the Catalina foothills, and so why it happens in this case, we're just not sure. End quote. The Pima Sheriff's Department says that the investigation into Thornton's possible connection to Brasher is in the early stages and more information will be released as it becomes available. And now back to the weather. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jim. <laughs> I mean, 35 degrees outside. The humidity is at 85%. That's what, I don't know what the hell that was for, but anyway. Oh, so that's got to suck. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. It's got to, it, well, I mean, it doesn't have to suck, but. Uh... It could. Oh, you want to get out to eat tonight? I mean. <laughs> I want my baby back, baby, back, baby, back, baby, back. Ribs. Ribs. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, Baby back ribs. Baba gives out. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, <laughs> speaking of food and mm. singing and music, terrible. 
People living in Midtown Sacramento are getting an earful from a nearby McDonald's that's blasting nonstop bagpipe music. Because <laughs> nothing says McLovin. Like bagpipes. Like bagpipes. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'm loving it. It's a little early there for uh, St. Patty's Day there. Uh, it's, uh, <laughs> it's supposed to keep the homeless away. How? I guess it's supposed to be so irritating that they leave. Yeah, but now it's a little bit too irritating. It's like when you, okay, it's almost as bad as putting down the little spike strips on like the benches and stuff. <laughs> it's like what's wrong with you does it doesn't it stops everyone it doesn't just stop the right it makes the, everyone upset what are you doing keeps everybody away that they're not making money now Ah, uh, the story is not about the music to the is not exactly music to the ears cbs 13 out of sacramento asked the uh three managers about bagpipe music blaring from loudspeakers and they replied what <laughs> what bagpipes Huh? Can't hear you. I don't know what you mean. The fast food restaurant at Broadway and 24th is over 24-7. Some neighbors have moved to complain about the sound coming from its walls. <laughs> Quote, the first couple of days they had it on 24-7. We wouldn't have said anything or reported to the police, but it's they would have parts. had it on. Or they would have had that thing going on still. Said uh, Arnold Phillips. Phillips lives across the street and says it's making him crazy. Now, I like bagpipes. I, 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 I'm fascinated by them. But even the, 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 the drone sets and then all the rest of it, yeah. After a while, you do kind of want to slam your tongue in a car door. Yeah, I mean, it's been a while. It just, oof. Quote, it actually penetrates through walls. We can hear it when I'm trying to watch TV or whatever is going on through that, said Phillips. The music is intended to drive the way homeless. And it doesn't appear to be working. It doesn't appear to work. Well, nobody knows because the trouble like, I've seen. You ask the managers, and they're like, "What? What bagpipes? We don't hear anything." Jerks. Quote: I think it's absurd action to take instead of actually dealing with the issue," said uh, Kyria Reed. We don't know who this lady is, but apparently they said something. The idea of weaponized sound is nothing new. The 7-Eleven on West Hollywood loops. Classical music and a 7-Eleven in Sacramento replaced classical with high-pitched tone. But here at Broadway, it's raining bagpipes. It's raining men. And over and over again. Hallelujah. It's raining bagpipes. I want to go out. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Doing that song. <laughs> it sticks in your head. Quote, it sticks in your head when you're going somewhere else, not even in this neighborhood, because you heard it for so long. In your head. In your head. Zombie. 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 <laughs> Arnold wishes he could pull the plug. He even talked to the restaurant's management. Quote, they said they talked to corporate people uh, up higher. That's up higher? They do. Yep. Higher or up higher? Up higher. Oh, like a funeral pyre. No, as in up, take a step up, mm-hmm. higher. Oh, because I'm pretty sure that if they don't stop the music, 
we'll know that they start a fire. That's what I'm saying. They're going to start a fire, and it will yeah. be a funeral pyre. Yeah. But they didn't start the fire. Ah. It's burning since the world's been turning. Right. But who's going to stop the music? We don't stop the music. Have you ever seen the rain? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Request for comments from CBS 13. Fell on deaf ears. <laughs> Arnold's downstairs neighbor, Nate DeWitt, had his covered. Do it, do it. <laughs> How do you really? It's <laughs> such an easy one. Quote, you know, I turn off the leaf blower and I can still hear the bagpipes coming. <laughs> it's just that constant, said Dwit. <laughs> oh, patrons who ate at the restaurant on Friday were also not pleased. Quote, it's offensive to me because it's just so annoying. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do we, do we really need to, excuse me have a uh, a definition, a breakdown of the word offensive. Mm. I mean, I guess in a very long way, you know, very reaching sort of a way, it works. Uh-huh. So you like to reach and long-winded? Mm-hmm. Like a reach around? You, so you're saying that reaching around the bagpipes is... Uh... Well, you always want to reach around. <laughs> but, uh... No, that offensive in today's vernacular does not exactly mean the same offensive as you're referring to there, pumpkin. Oh, well, what sort of offensive does she mean? Well, I, I think she would mean as it, it is an offense to her ears. Ah, that is it, offensive. That is offensive, but in today's standard... It's not offensive. Yeah, it's not offensive. In today's vernacular, that offensive refers to something that's racist, and you can't be racist in bagpipes. you're... Playing bagpipes, yeah. You can't be racist in a kilt. No, you can't. You can't race in anything in a kilt. Well, they run anyway. That's well, I know, but it's called girding your loins. It's a, it's that, a process. They don't do that. They do <laughs> throw the pole though. Oh, it's a very heavy pole. It is. Have you seen them things? They're massive. I just don't want to get an upskirt. Is all I don't want. Oh, I don't. I don't either. I, I imagine though it's probably fairly comfortable though. Pretty That's breezy here. I hear it's breezy. I hear it. <laughs> a tad drafty. It's a bit drafty. Virginia Jackal over on the uh, over on the Miwis. There is a lot to be offensive about tonight. <laughs> yep. I can't disagree. The official defenders live critic. I love you. You're so wonderful. good. So good. So, and, and what, again, what makes it all the better is that it's still not keeping the homeless people away. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you, I, I'm, I'm, I'm confused as to why they were saying that they had to go to the higher ups in order to try and get permission to stop playing um, bagpipe music. There's several McDonald's just within both of our current locations. Yes. Um, they don't play any music. I mean, no. they do like the local jams or whatever, some kind of a soft rock thing or Wait, whatever. We're talking about like outside. There's no music to like scare away the people. That's exactly what I'm saying. They don't have that here. So it's obviously a store. And I live in a terrible area. Yeah, you do. Like if anybody needs bagpipe music being played, 
it'd be the McDonald's here, but no, it doesn't. It's a little weird. I know it's crazy. I wonder if you should try that. <sighs> I don't maybe, know. Maybe Crime. we'll do maybe we'll do a bagpipe show open one day. Maybe that would be hilarious. Cool. Look, be good. If, I just think about it. If crime play, or if they if they play bagpipes in your town, crime yeah. might actually escalate. It's probably would. It probably would. Anyway, it's time for the show close. So let's get the bell counts in. How about it? Let's do it. Good evening, Mojo Five O. I'm Leprechaun, and here with your bell count grade for the day, Monday, January sixth. Today we had thirty. Missed innuendo bells, 125 actual bells, and four horns. Giving us an A for the day. Peace out. Good night, y'all. Yay. Yay, A for the day, for the weekend. Good stuff. All right. DOAEshow.com. DOAEshow.com. Go to mojo50.com. Don't forget to like and follow us on the Twitters at DOAEshow at mojo50radio to get your chance to win some APR coffee. See you tomorrow, guys! See y'all! That was wonderful! Bravo! I loved that! Oh, it was great! That was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away! Hey, This is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo 5 Raced by Wolves, the podcast is back for season two. I'm Holly Fry, and as host of the companion podcast to the hit HBO Max sci-fi series Raised by Wolves, I am unwrapping the latest season of this cosmic space opera for fans by talking directly to some of the incredibly talented folks who helped bring the show to life. Not only will we be bringing back showrunner Aaron Guzikowski, but we will also be chatting with folks like costume designer Kate Karen, director Alex Gabasi, and visual effects supervisor Ray McIntyre. Plus, we're going to check in with some of the actors on the show, like Amanda Collin and Abu Salim, who play mother and father. Join us as we analyze an absolutely bonkers new season. And yes, spoiler alert, the snake baby is indeed back. Stream season two of Raised by Wolves, now on HBO Max, and subscribe and listen to Raised by Wolves, the podcast, on the iHeartRadio app, HBO Max, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.